Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the ERS Walk and Talk podcast. I'm your host, Lacey Wolf. I'm the coordinator for statewide well-being initiatives at Employees Retirement System of Texas, ERS. And I wanted to bring to you, to start off the new year, a solo episode where I'm going to be talking about behavior design. Um, I'm calling this Thrive by Design. And in this episode, this is going to be a quick one, but I wanted to just dig into a little bit about what we know about human behavior and habits. This is one of my favorite topics. I've been doing health coaching for many, many years and have dug into this research, have tried different things in my own life. And I, I think this is helpful kind of starting out in the year because for most of us, we have a lot of ideas and thoughts around what is possible around this time of year. So the first thing I want to really dig into is this idea of goals, aspiration, and behavior. And everything I'm talking about comes from the work of Dr. B.J. Fogg out of Stanford University. He has a human behavior lab and wrote a book called Tiny Tiny Habits, which I highly recommend if you're looking to learn more about this topic. But he talks about the difference between aspirations, which when I think about New Year's resolutions, a lot of times in the past, I know I have made resolutions that are more aspirations. And then um, we look at sort of having outcomes. And I think sometimes resolutions can be outcomes, like, for instance, I want to lose 10 pounds. And then lastly, we've got the actual behavior. So they're all important. It's important to have aspirations. It's important to know where you want to go. Um, But if we don't focus on the actual behavior that's going to get us there, it's going to be really hard to move forward and to reach those aspirations or those outcomes. So I wanted to go through just a quick list of aspirations, outcomes, and behaviors and give you just a minute to think about what is it. So Let's start with, I want to be more patient with my children or grandchildren. And I know this is a health and wellness podcast, but how we communicate is definitely a wellness topic as well. So um, think about that in your own mind. Would that be an aspiration, an outcome, or a behavior? I want to be more patient with my children or my grandchildren. If you said aspiration, you are correct because there is not a specific behavior in there. So more patient is not very clearly a behavior that we can change. It's We need a, a thing that we can do to help us to actually be more patient. So uh, behavior may be every time I feel myself getting frustrated, uh, feel my heart rate elevate, I'm going to take three long, slow, deep breaths. And so that's more of a behavior. I want to be more patient is the aspiration. Here's another one. I will remove social media from my phone to reduce my screen time. This is one that I've personally been working on. This is a behavior, and that's a really – it can be a difficult one because this is a a habit that we can get into, checking our social media at all times of the day. So um, if you want to reduce screen time, this is one you may want to work on. All right, um, here's another one. I want to be able to deadlift 300 pounds. Think about in your own mind, is that an aspiration, an outcome, or a behavior? A 
key to kind of hone in on here is I want to. Um, that gives you an idea that it is not a behavior. Um, it's a, this one is going to be an outcome because you can measure it. I want to be able to deadlift 300 pounds. If I said, I want to be able to deadlift a whole bunch of weight, that would be more of an aspiration. But there's a, a number that we're aspiring to. So there's, there's an outcome that is in that one. Um, here's an, one last one. I want to lose 10 pounds. Think about that one. And this one is another outcome. And uh, a lot of times I find in the new year, people, you know, I, I was just at Costco yesterday and I saw that, you know, all of the planners and the Nutribullets and the vitamins and supplements, you know, have been added to the shelves. They have moved out all the Christmas things and the sweet treats and have started to you know, add in all the things that we need to get healthy this time of year. So a lot of folks are thinking about weight loss and things like that. But I highly encourage if that is an outcome you would like to achieve in the new year to get into the behaviors that can actually help that, that stick. So now I'd like to really kind of dig into what is it that makes a behavior sticky? What makes it something that we want to continue to do and what eventually can turn a, a behavior into a habit, something that we don't have to think about so much that just happens without us having to put a whole lot of effort in. A lot of times I talk about brushing the teeth, like you don't really most likely have to think about putting your toothbrushing on a list in the morning, you know it's something that you just do. Um, and just reflect on that for a moment. Think about when do you brush your teeth? There's probably a specific point in your day where it just naturally falls. Maybe it's first thing in the morning or maybe it's right after you put on your shoes. There's something that's prompting you to brush your teeth. And um, yeah, that that's a classic habit that most of us have developed over the course of time. We'd love for healthy behaviors like taking our medications or getting in our physical activity, reading, you know, whatever other things that you want to make a part of your life to be habitual so that you don't have to think so much. They're not having to be such conscious, high effort, high energy decisions. It's something that we just do. So let's talk about the behavior model that B.J. Fogg lays out in, in the book Tiny Habits. He calls it B equals map. So for a behavior to occur, you have to have three things, the map, which is motivation, ability, and a prompt. So motivation is a little bit harder to come up with, but that's why I really love to talk about this topic in January because most of us have a higher level of motivation to do something to change this time of year. Um, you have to have the ability, and this is where it comes in, like, you know, scaling the, the activity or the behavior, making it small enough that we can achieve it. And then we have to have a prompt or a cue, something that reminds us to do this thing. So when we're trying to create a new behavior and we want that behavior to turn into a habit, you know, these are the three things that we have to really consider. Is is there a motivation? Do I have the ability to do it? And is there a prompt or a trigger that's going to help me to get the, get it done? So um, in your own life, I, I highly recommend really just sitting down with a piece of paper or a computer screen or whatever you like to use to journal and reflect and think about 
what are your aspirations you'd like to achieve? You know, and this is traditionally, like I said, what we think of as resolutions. Where where do you want to go from here? That that can be used as sort of a guiding compass. And then what behaviors do you need to put in place to get there? Um, what outcomes would you like to see yourself achieve over the next several weeks or months? And then finally, I want to talk a little bit about what you know, how to reinforce these behaviors so that they become something that we do sort of automatically. And what what I love about the BJ Fogg method and what I really took away uh, from the book that was so different is this idea of celebration. And he talks about how, um, and I'm going to read this quote directly. He says, emotions create habits, not repetition, not frequency, not fairy dust, it is emotion. And when you think about that, you know, what drives you to pick up your cell phone? Well, you're getting some sort of a, a dopamine rush in your brain every time you pick up your phone. If you have a message from somebody, if the there's a social media, like the little red you know, notification that says you have 12 notifications there is something in your brain that is giving you a reward when you receive those notifications or when you check it off the list. So um, that's creating this this loop. You're getting a reward. You know, your brain's like, pick it up again. And then we find ourselves just picking up our phones without even thinking about it. So when you're looking at, you know, how to create a celebration in the in the brain, and BJ Fogg calls it the feeling of shine – whatever that looks like for you, um, you want to celebrate. If you have done this new behavior, you know, and ideally you make it as small as possible, after you've completed the behavior, give yourself the feeling of celebration, whatever that looks like. For me, I I know you can't see me right now because this is audio, but what I like to do is just clench my fists, pick them up, and I say, yes, <laughs> I did that. You know, and and this doesn't have to be out loud. It can be in your mind. But when you celebrate and just whatever that looks like for you, think about what you, how you would celebrate if, you know, you had just a small win in your day. What what does that feel like? It can be a kind word to yourself, a literal pat on the back, pumping your fist in the air and giving out a you know positive affirmation, whatever that looks like. That's what's going to help to keep you coming back to do this thing again and again and again. Um, Another thing that gives me a really positive feeling of reward is checking things off of my list. So if, you know, every time I get to check something off of the list, I feel happy in my heart, like I accomplished something. And so for me, that gives me that feeling of celebration. So having that that list of things that I'm going to do, um, and I did put together a habit tracker that is a free downloadable tracker that you can use on your computer. It's fillable. So if you are a paperless person, you can use it that way, or you could print it. And there's tons of these uh, available online, but there's... There's some magic in that, you know, just checking it off, deciding what you're going to do, and then keeping it in a visible place so you can get that feeling of celebration once you have completed that task. The brain will keep you moving toward things that give you pleasure and will try to keep you away from doing things that cause you pain. 
Uh, I think about this a lot as, you know, in my role um, and over my career, I've been working with people around exercise. Um, exercise. I'm an exercise physiologist trying to get people to enjoy and embrace movement. And so many people have experienced extreme discomfort and or punishment through physical activity. And the brain is like, don't do that. <laughs> Why are you doing that? So, you know, think about in your own mind, how can you celebrate and how can you find things that are going to actually give you a feeling of pleasure um, so that you want to continue to do those things. And that's what creates long-lasting habits and behaviors that are going to support us in reaching our goals, our outcomes that we want to achieve in 2024. So if you find this topic interesting, I do have a full one-hour workshop on this where we're going to be walking through the things I talked about today and more strategies and kind of more um, detail on this topic on January 18th. If you are listening to this after January 18th and you would like to attend that, uh, do have a recording link so you can access the recordings for all of our webinars after the fact, and you can definitely still engage and learn about that. I've also put a link to the habit tracker in our show notes. And I just want to say we've got a lot of great stuff coming up in the year of 2024. So um, please continue to tune in to listen. I am working to put out last year, we did one podcast a month. I'm going to work to continue along that trajectory and maybe get a few more episodes pushed out this year. Um, I'm hopeful, hopeful that we can get back to our bi-weekly schedule, every other week schedule. Um, but thank you again for all of you that are tuning in and listening to the podcast. Thank you for all your support. If you have recommendations for people I should interview, I'd love to highlight success stories and other great things that are happening in state government across the state. Um, I hope you have a wonderful new year and I'll look forward to connecting with you all in 2024. Take care, everyone.